according to Frankie Marie Baum, being number three in the family, was a lot like Mr. Wexler's fried pork and sauerkraut sandwiches. They both left an awful taste in her mouth. Oh, pardon the interruption, and right at the start of the story, too. You now must be wondering how Frankie Baum is number three when only two sisters have been mentioned thus far, Frankie and Joan. There was indeed another sister, the eldest one, Elizabeth. She was often called Princess by mother and daddy, and was practically without a fault, at least to their eyes, which may help you to understand why she was not mentioned before now. There, that's taken care of. Those were the three bomb girls, Elizabeth, Joan, and Frankie, in that order. Now back to the story. Number threes aren't so bad, Joan told Frankie. The two were sitting together on the side porch of the bomb's first floor apartment. Prove it, said Frankie, folding her arms across her chest. Joan was a number two, after all, and there was a mighty big difference between a number two and a number three. You might not have known it to look at them, but Frankie swore there was. Joan thought for a moment, while Frankie waited, poking her in the ribs every now and then, until she came up with some examples. Three, actually, to serve as proof. Okay, I've got it, said Joan, pointing her finger up at the tiny piece of sky that was visible above the alleyway between their building and the one next door. Third time's the charm. Frankie shook her head. That's one of Mother's. She wasn't a believer in Mother's superstitions, and she had never seen herself as charmed. She fingered her skate key around her neck. What else? The Holy Trinity, said Joan matter-of-factly. Frankie nodded. There was no debating that one. And, said Joan, giving her sister a gentle nudge with her elbow. There's Judy Garland. She's the youngest of the three gum sisters, you know, just like you. Frankie knew what she was doing. Joan always tried to make her feel better, usually by bringing up Judy Garland, the singer and actress Frankie most admired. Much of the time it worked, but not today. Frankie didn't look at her. She just ran her fingernail along the chipped paint of the iron porch railing and watched the specks fall like black pepper to the concrete below. Joan tried again. I'm only going to be gone until August, Frankie, just like Elizabeth was last time. And next year, it'll be your turn to spend the summer with Aunt Dottie. Frankie shrugged. Always the last to do everything. For once, she wanted to have a go at being first. That's just not how the world works, was what Mother said, whenever Frankie asked why she couldn't do something before Elizabeth and Joan. Not fair, was what she said in return, which wasn't much of an answer. But who was she to change the world? Anyway, Joan said, you'll be having so much fun right here that I'd bet you ten cents you won't even miss me. Frankie rolled her eyes and muttered, I swear. Don't you let Mother hear you say swear while I'm away, Joan said, giving Frankie's arm a pinch. Joan was 12, only one year, three months, and five days older than Frankie. 
but Frankie swore sometimes she acted more and more like Elizabeth. That was a number two for you, always ready to take over the number one spot. Frankie looked right at her. But you're leaving me alone with mother and daddy and boring old Elizabeth, who'd rather have her nose in a book than race me down to Wexler's five and dime on skates. What fun will there be? Joan gazed up at the sky, way above the chimney tops, as if the answers of the summer, and maybe of the world, might be floating around somewhere up there. While she was looking, she couldn't help but let her mind drift to wide open spaces, and Aunt Dottie's lake, and about how soon she might hoist herself upon a raft and float on it. Float and float and float away. She floated for quite a while, too, or her thoughts did anyway, right up there with the clouds. Joan was really good at thinking about what could be and forgetting about what was. Frankie was just the opposite. Joanie, Frankie said, knocking her own knee against her sister's. What? It took Joan a few moments to realize she was still there, sitting under the roof of their side porch lakeless. It took her a few moments more to realize she was smiling. The confused look on Frankie's face, followed by disappointment, gave it away. And it took her only a few moments after that to quickly pinch the skin on her calf just under the hem of her cotton dress, hard enough to make her eyes full. Shirley Temple certainly would have been proud. Never mind. Frankie wanted to tell Joan that she hated her for leaving. She wanted to, but she didn't.